Hey, Emily, how are you? Hey, Emma, sorry. Hey, J um, Jeremy, how are you? Excellent, yourself? Um, very well, thank you. So, um, how are you? Thank you for am... coming in for Great. this uh, Zoom call. Sure. So, should we just start? Yeah, um, can you just let me a little bit more background about, about your corporation, what you guys do? I mean, I, I get some information, but I would love to hear it from you, as well as what kind of podcast you do just to, to better understand and, and I think better answer to the question that will be asked later on. Uh -huh. um, well, I am part of Gaper, and Gaper is a website wherein we take in software engineers from around the world. Okay. Right, so we vet them, we put them through a very rigorous process of filtering them out. We okay. don't just, you know, accept anyone and everybody on board. Mm -hmm. and once they've gone through their interviews, their testing process and everything, after that they are taken on board with us, whether mm -hmm. individually or uh, whether they are from a company. Right, so companies with um, are able to lend us their resources, so they are able to um, maximize their productivity. Mm -hmm. and that's one side of the equation. The second side of the equation is basically startups in the United States, especially in New York, because you know there's a lot of tech startups coming up uh, in New York City now. Um, it's probably giving San Francisco it's, uh, a run for its money, right? So we are simply a liaison between software engineers on one side and tech startups or startups on the other um, who are basically looking for quality but at a reasonable um, payout. Because so are you kind of... So what's your business model? So you kind of like a middleman in between like a corporation who needs someone? Um, a middleman as well as give our own resources on uh, hire as well. Okay. Keeper has Perfect. its own um, set of software engineers on board, but mm -hmm. we are also looking around for a greater talent pool. Okay. Perfect. Uh, makes sense to me. And so in regards to, to this, um, to this podcast, um you um how do you distribute how do you feature is it where is it going to be distributed to um i think i already shared that with you uh, with you previously of how we've already done a couple of broadcasts however um as far as this one in particular is concerned we are probably going to start distributing it from the first uh, from november the first mm. um we have done a few podcasts previously, but that was regarding re uh, remote bookkeeping. Okay, perfect. So this one is kind of a new topic that we've delved into. Mm -hmm. And we start distributing uh, November the 1st. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's okay, where perfect. we are at right now. Okay, perfect. Sounds, sounds good to me. So yes, I definitely have your question. So yeah, we are, I'm ready to, um, to go with... Um, with your question and, uh, and start the podcast then. Sure, um, go ahead. Do you want me to say these questions out loud or? Um, yeah, I think it could be, I think it could be a great idea. All right, so a short background of yourself, um, what your work has been all about 
and your experiences in the current line of work, anything that you've had previously um, that may be different, please, all about yourself and your work. Okay, absolutely. So my name is Jeremy Katez and I'm one of the co-founders of um, BeWake. My background is in hospitality management um, as well as in pricing and revenue management. I did study at, uh, at Cornell and um, I have worked uh, for different hotel corporations, uh, Marriott, Starwood, Accor and so on, as different roles uh, mainly in yield, pricing and, and marketing. So that's where uh, I did uh, spend my last uh, 15, uh, 15, New York, 15, uh, 15 uh, years. Right. Uh, and implement also uh, revenue management and pricing in radio station back home in France. Oh, interesting. So it's, uh, it's a different journey altogether now after these 15 years in hospitality and marketing. That's correct. Absolutely, yes. So, deep, deep in, in different industry. So how come you came about with BeWake and, uh, you know, its work and what, tell, tell us more about your setup. Sure. It's, it's, an, it's, it's a great question, actually. And um, the way we start with BeWake is optimizing uh, pricing in hotel is all about optimizing profitability, as well as making sure that the hotel is generating the maximum of revenue. And what I think was interesting is working in a hotel, I, I first had the idea of trying to not to sell the maximum spaces and not only sell hotel room, but try mm -hmm. to sell public spaces as well as meeting spaces. And what I found out is hotel were doing really a poor, poor job in selling those kind of spaces. Um, as a matter of fact, all the hotel GM and all hotel operator very well known the occupancy and very well known how much money they're generating or, uh, through, uh, for example, sleeping rooms but as soon as you ask them what is your ratio occupancy ratio for other space such as public spaces as well as meeting rooms nobody really know and I feel that if we don't track it I feel it's it's where we, we're missing um, some kind of needle I feel it's where uh, probably we can make more money um, so the first things which, which we've done is try to implement some strength a very strong revenue strategy to generate more revenue in a hotel and from that on I feel that hotel um, and um, I mean, our stakeholding space need a platform to allow them to maximize revenue and distribute them. We definitely see this one in the hotel industry. We have corporations like Expedia and Booking.com. However, there is not any kind of players um, in the in in the workspace industry. Um, so BWEX started as a as a, as a SaaS as a as a booking platform, a marketplace um, for B two C and B two B customer. And further down the line, uh, we uh, became a SaaS uh, product to allow corporations to implement remote work. Right. So, how many um, hotels are there on your uh, report tray? Uh, um, right now, we have about 400. Oh, interesting. And are they spread out globally or are they in a particular area? Is it area bound? So actually, we do operate um, in two countries, uh, which is France and the uh, US. So we have two offices, uh, one in Paris and one of one New York. Uh, we find out that those markets are very similar and there is a lot of transatlantic um, customer who are using our services in both countries. Interesting. So um, 
which is the bigger market right now? I'm guessing the United States. That is correct. Absolutely, the United it States. It's it's a huge uh, it's it's a huge market uh, because of its size and also because of the talent resources. Uh, it is it is really right now we have one of the lowest unemployment rates uh, with a less than five percent. So it makes it even more difficult for corporations to find the right talent. Right. Um, so are you thinking of expanding to other areas as well, to other countries, uh, whether it's Europe, whether it's a different continent altogether? Uh, so I think definitely in the pipeline, some things that, that we may we may consider in the near future. Um, I think be before going to this next step, we'll definitely want to make sure that we really understand the, the U.S. market completely and we really target the right corporation. But eventually there is other countries who have similar kind of like trend um, who will need our, our service too. Right. Uh, so uh, United States hasn't yet been saturated. No, I do. I do believe that United States have a lot, a lot of potential, um, and especially in the, in the remote work, as we see a lot of recent developments. Mm -hmm. So um, basically, you are setting up co-working spaces or conference rooms in the hotels that have signed up with you to uh, provide for their public spaces um, to a host of different. Uh, events right that's correct that's that's correct and on top of that we became a SaaS platform um that's um, that allowed uh, that allowed corporation uh to manage flexible workspace uh, flex office home office and co-working space uh tell me a, a little more uh, about this SaaS remote tool that um you know explain it a little further Sure, absolutely. So at BWEC and with our product, which is called BWEC for business, um, we believe that we need to improve the organization and mobility of, of, of the team of corporation um, to improve their work in a more flexible, agile, and user-friendly uh, way. Um, so the way we're going to work with a corporation, we're first going to define a tailored mobility policy adapted to each employee. We believe that every employee can technically work remotely. Those days, everybody has a laptop, everybody has um, a cell phone, so everybody can kind of like work remotely. Okay. And, and we will work really with a corporation in deploying a mobility management solution for, for all the team, in the sense that we're gonna be working with them uh, closely uh, to really, really understand how they see their mobility of the employee, how the employee gonna work, where is it going to work physically? What kind of product do they need to work out? Uh, in which city, in which market? Actually about, and here you have a very a lot of similarities with hotel, which kind, what kind of employee going to be staying in which kind of hotel? Um, so it's a some kind of policy that we will, that we will implement, some kind of mobility management that we will implement. And number three, and I think that's probably one of the most interesting parts of our business is really piloting in real time and adjusting the mobility plan of each employee thanks to the data. We will be providing to corporations some data Mm -hmm. um, so that they can uh, really uh, understand how the employees are, are, are working. Are engaging, um, probably? Exactly. That's absolutely, that's a plea, absolutely correct. It's really uh -huh. how they're going to be, um, how they're going to be uh, working, um, what kind of space. And, and corporations will discover very interesting things. They, they'll, they're going to discover that maybe 50% of the office is unoccupied because of like people being meeting or people being in, in, in vacation or, or simple 
people being working out of the office. Right. So that's kind of like data that we're able to gather and really work out with the corporation in better uh, implementing their, um, their real estate. Interesting. So have um, any corporations that have signed on with you uh, relocated to a smaller area, um, you know, from a bigger office to a smaller office because now they've more effectively brought in the remote employment uh, tool? That, that, that's a very question and that's really uh, true. We have seen this one in corporation really um, reducing their lease or finally finding out that they don't really need a full-time office because they're uh -huh. going to find out that may, they may have an office in Fifth Avenue, but actually they're going to find out that their employee are not really going there every day or they're only going there one or two hours a day. Um, so therefore, they might reconsider and say, maybe we can just rent as we need an on-demand um, workforce. Um, I think that what corporation going to learn about it or learn that actually they're going to see a lot of employees are going to a specific region because they have a new clients or for XYZ reason and they might, they might have a need uh, for, for this kind of product. So we're definitely going to impact their real estate um, as well. I also understand how employees are working from home because um, mm -hmm. we believe that people can work from home, people can work from the office, people can work from a client office. So I think that's really and, and important to really understand um, their employee behavior, especially knowing that employee are the most important asset of every corporation, especially in the services industry, uh, which is one of the largest uh, employee. Of course. Um, so I see a very interesting link between your SaaS remote tool and your BWAKE. Uh, because as I understand it and now as, as I, how I see it is the fact that on one hand, you're probably in, um, you know, encouraging or uh, providing a, a support system to corporations to go remote with all, one or all of their employees, depending on their employee size. Mm -hmm. And then on the other hand, they can automatically relocate into BWake, you know, take BWake as another uh, supporting tool where they can rent when and where needed. Sure, absolutely. That's, so that's totally is, correct. Is that how uh, both your um, products or services came into being, one leading to the other? You're absolutely right. We start as a, as, as a platform, as just like a booking platform, but after when we built a product, when we, we start to talk to our users, start to say, how do they use it? Why do you use our product? And that's when we discover that actually a lot of those employees, a lot of those people who are using our services were working mm -hmm. for large corporation. And when we dig in surveying and like having this kind of like small focus group, we understand that they're actually using our services because some of them are um, working outside of the office or they're working because they don't have the correct space in the office. They're looking for something a bit more trendy or they need like a, a meeting room of 10 people and don't have in the office. So that's really how everything starts. We start as a booking platform, then become a SaaS, um, a SaaS platform. Knowing that 70% of office workers are looking mm -hmm. for more flexibility. So that's another thing also to link us um, to this kind of uh, to this kind of product, because corporations need to be more attractive uh, towards employee, and we know that employee want it. They need they want to have the employee more loyal, 
more productive. And we believe that also if you work in a, like a cool space, cool we work, you will feel better than you will probably stay longer and probably you'll be more productive. And at the end of the day, one of the results will be the ROI because you're going to make huge, huge saving into real estate too. That's correct. Um, so um, I guess this sort of leads to half of my fifth question about your insights on the working environment shift from strict, strictly traditional to remote working. I think we've already covered that more or less in the yes, discussion that we just had. But sure. You, um, go ahead. Sorry. If you want to add to it, uh, you think something's been left out, then, you know, why not just expand on it? Sure, absolutely. And I think that that's an interesting question because I feel that in the beginning when we talk about remote work, I think that people get a little bit scared, especially middle management, because they all have the feeling that an employee which is not in the office is an employee who is not working. You still have the sense of control. But now we feel it more and more that we can actually um, work in very good condition outside of the office if we have the tools and we have the space. And that's why we create, you know, Bewake for Business, which is a work management SaaS platform that will be delivering a flexible, efficient mobility solution to the team while being easy to manage for the business. And what I think, I think we discover is remote work doesn't need to only apply to certain kind of, of population of employee. Um, when I was working for, for hotel corporation and, and especially one of my last employees, Accor, I remember we have like the only employee who were allowed to work from, from, uh, from home were uh, reservation agents because we implement, um, we implement uh, this kind of policy for reservation agents. And it's very interesting that down the line, more and more employees have been able to work remotely. And it's funny that it starts with, even now we see that industries such as um, finance and pharmaceutical also allowed to work from home. So where we see like a very spread, a very strong changes in terms um, of what kind of industry is allowed to work remotely, as well as what kind of employee is allowed to work uh, remotely. And I think it's just about, you know, having, um, embracing a concept of remote work in, in your corporation. And I think it will actually give more value when employees are together, because I feel like Every employee go to work, everybody, but they don't really feel the, the power and interest of working together. Uh, however, if I tell like once a day, you'll all be working together, then I think it will bring um, uh, uh, more strength to your team and more value to your corporation. Right. So as opposed to meeting every day, meeting, uh, meeting fewer times over the month brings sure. a, a more sense of connectivity rather than going day in, day out on a daily basis, yeah. it just becomes very monotonous, very mundane. I think it's, uh, you're absolutely right. And I think this is the future of work. Uh, it's all about remote work. It's all about, I will say, having a 360, dar, uh, 360 uh, degrees uh, vision. It's about implementing flex work and more mobility. I think definitely we'll also see this push coming from employees. I see definitely like people want to spend more quality time with the employee, um, with their with their with their family. I think it's uh, I think it's really important. People value more family time, spending time with with kids, and like they of course um, value the work. But I think it's more a work life balance which is happening, as well as a social engagement 
and environmental responsibility. I mean, we know how much time you can save if you work from home and how much saving you're gonna make too in like gas. So all these kind of things are also gonna impact the environment. And I think it's also like a current trade that we're experiencing right now in our uh, society. So what about the impact on um, social networking, you know, um, or your corporate networking? Doesn't that go down? Isn't that a threat in your opinion? I think it does. I think it does. And I don't think that an employee can work. I don't think an employee should be 100% working from home. That's why we did a 360 vision. That way we believe it's still a little bit from home, a little bit from the office. So it's like a mix. Uh, and I definitely think that it's important. We cannot have an employee who starts today and going to be working from home. Um, the employee need to, to, to first understand the corporation, spend time, because if not, we're going to have remote employee, we'll have robots, and eventually the people will just not feel connected with their corporation and with the employee. Um, that's also what, what corporation can do is, at least if they don't have, let's say, an office in Omaha, Nebraska, they may have all the employee working from district working space just to feel the same kind of like vibe between all the employees because it's all about still loyalty and you feel connected to the corporation that the risk who could happen if you work too much outside of the office uh, so basically have the human touch as opposed to a more robotic uh, way of going about things you're you're absolutely absolutely right that's why it's uh, that's why I think like people, as soon as you tell them about, uh, about remote work, they'll say, oh yes, I totally want to work remote. I'm, I'm, I want to work every day. But, but, but I think it's just need to be some touchdown um, because at the end of the day, we, we, we are human and, and we need this social. That's why also sometimes you're going to see like, especially in, in, in hotel, like, or, or you're going to see this one in coffee shop, people, they're going to go to coffee shop. They're going to go to out of the Starbucks just because they need to be, even if they work alone, they still need to be to see people around them. They're not gonna to talk to anybody. They're gonna be in the headset listening to music or they're gonna to go to hotel lobby, but they need to see human. They need to feel like, oh, I'm not a machine. So this is kind of like the thing when we have to be really careful. Right, so there, there, there needs to be a, um, a social human interaction, whether or not it's verbal, whether it's just, you know, the human element of, being next to somebody, the presence, the presence needs yes, to be there. That's absolutely right, and that's why in the um, in, in in the booking in the, in the booking be for business thing that that we built, uh, we allowed um, every employee from every corporation to know where are their peers. So, for example, um, let's say that right now you you're working remotely and you're working from let's say co-working on like uh, in I would say downtown New York. You might also see on the platform that one of your colleague is working uptown. So what our goal is, we understand that you may not want to connect with him, but at least we want to share the information with you inside your work, your corporation, inside your department, if your manager allowed it, to know that one of your colleagues is around. So we also believe that we're here really to strengthen relationship between employees. Because people will also be in a corporation and work in a corporation not only for the corporation, but because they're going to build relationship with their peers. You're going to see sometimes that employees stay in a corporation, not because they like the job, but also because they like their peers. Interesting. So yes, that's another thing. I'm sorry. Of course, uh, because like a, uh, a saying goes uh, that the employee usually doesn't leave the job. He leaves his boss. So exactly. Again, the human element of uh, a working environment 
that's totally correct. You're absolutely right on on this point. So it's uh, it, it's we, we need to 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 embrace and to connect the employee from different pinch points. Could be that the employee will be uh, working for the corporation because of salary, because of flexibility, because he loves the job, or simply because it's just like the employee or whatever reason. But but right. we need to have a maximum uh, connection between the employee and the work. Right. Right. Interesting. Um, so just. Uh, previously, um, I was having a discussion uh, related to remote employment and one um, point came up which delved into the trust factor of remote, employ um, re remote employment. Mm -hmm. And there was this factor wherein technology sort of calculates the number of hours put in mm by an employee suppose um i need to work a, a, a x number of hours a day um so i either dodge that x hours somehow somewhere so you know um how do you think is the trust factor or the policing factor of counting hours and whether hours need to be counted when uh, we are talking about re remote employment because sometimes uh, so that's an excellent yeah that's a very good that's a very very good question and and actually so so you know we're not a tracking tools so we're not going to be i mean we do know when employees are, are working and we do track information mm -hmm. uh, but we don't share it it's more for data purposes but I, it's, it's at no point that we're going to try to see oh patrick uh, work from these tools to these tools. We're not here to track employee, and I don't think that's where we want to go. And I said, especially if an employee feels tracked or feel there is something behind it, mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's going to feel like really, really, um, I think it's going to push him even even more. The like, level of trust is going to be reducing so much, then I think it's going to go in the opposite direction. Um, and I think that now we kind of like know if you're working by the tasks that you that you are uh, have been asked to do and mm -hmm. also if you if you complete the task um i still feel that we're in the transition about like the level of trust and knowing what your employees uh, are are uh, are working and um and and especially if you're working remotely um but i believe it's a level of trust it's it's uh, i'll say it's uh, it's i would say it's a culture that you need to implement in in your corporation of course test and drive um I maybe you know I mean it's uh, remote work does not uh, you know it's not for every kind of certain employee, mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I mean so far I think it's 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 something that I think has a lot of lot of of potential, and I don't believe that really we should like go after hours tracking and be because if you really do this kind of work then I think it's going to be completely opposite. I don't think it will be have a positive impact. So you are of the opinion that the hours need not be tracked. Rather, um, if a person is able to do a project Y in 30 minutes and another person does the exact same project in two hours, it shouldn't really matter because at the end of the day, you'd rather uh, look at the output and the result rather than the hours put in. Absolutely. You could have an employee who's going to take two hours because he's not really focused on his work. An employee will be very focused and take him half hour. At the end of the day, a corporation wants people to execute job and to work. I so, think. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, go I, ahead. I did answer. No, you're right. So um, another thing, um, suppose this is just for remote employment where one takes two hours and another takes 30 minutes, so on and so forth. You're not really tracking hours. 
what do you think um, if the exact same model is replicated in a traditional office space? Because, you know, um, like you said, there are certain areas where you cannot go completely remote at all. And employees need to be on site uh, nine to five or whatever working hours they have. So mm -hmm. what if there is an employee who is able to work faster than somebody else and is, you know, done um, in half a day with all the tasks that are put to him? So don't you think in a traditional working environment, if they sort of bring in the elements of remote employment that mm -hmm. hours are not being clocked? Absolutely. So would that Absolutely. also help in a sort of bridge or linking between a remote employment or on-site employment, you know, that sort of thing? Yeah, no, I think you're right. If, if someone, let's say, let's say you give two employees the same task to do and, and they're still on nine to five and one is able to complete the task in, in, in three hours and leave the office mm -hmm. and the other one is just even probably, I don't want to say, I don't want to say lazy, but probably not as skilled as not that talent is going to take in the entire day. Mm -hmm. uh, if I ask, if I several people, I say, what do you think? The first person who leave after three hours is going to be like, you know, if we're going to look bad at him, look down and say, oh, why is he leaving so early? Um, so I, I believe we still have this vision, but I think eventually it will, it will change. Eventually we don't, we don't, we're going to change about the way we, the way we, um, we, we, I don't want to say we treat employee, but the way we, uh, we value the work of our employee. I think a lot of it's, and, and this is coming to probably where I come from the pricing industry. When mm -hmm. we price a product, you know, there is different way to price a product. So here, maybe an employee should be just actually uh, rewarded on the term of, of the task that you achieve, whether it's going to take him three or five hours. As an employer, I just need to work the work to be achieved. So whether it's going to be someone is going to take one hour or two hours, this is a price I'm willing to pay. So I think we're also changing about the, the pricing and also the way we treat employees. So you think if on-site employment, again, uh, takes up some elements from remote employing, so, you know, there'll be a better work-life balance as well for on-site workers if we cannot, I know we're talking about remote employment. I think so. Predominantly, but, you know, just bringing in a different perspective on, of on-site working. I, I think so. I absolutely think so that, you know, if everybody is able to complete and, and some, and it could be if even someone is able to, to want to do the work at midnight, whatever, if we, if, if we, or, or 1am, it's, I think we have to give the freedom to the employee. As an employer, we want something, we want the work to be done and to be achieved. I think if by giving more freedom and people prefer to work at night, some in the morning, some uh, in different destinations. So, I think we, we, need, we, start, we start to give more flexibility. We start to mean more flexibility. So we need to start talking about uh, outcomes and flexibility and not clocking in hours regardless whether the work is on-site or remote or mm -hmm. you know an XYZ destination, it doesn't really matter. It's all I, about- I, th I think so. And, I think so. Yeah, it's, it's, about, it's about flexibility. It's about, you know, now we see unlimited vacation for corporation. We so don't like, you know, this is, this is something new in the industry. We also, I haven't seen an out-of-office reply of any email for at least a couple of years because we work the way we want. If someone want to want to take vacation and, and still answer his email and whatever, it's, it's, I think we need to be, of course, and I think it needs to be discussed and in line with the HR policy of the corporation, but by offering something, if someone want to work 
outside of the office and go on a, for a month's vacation and, and work outside, it's fine too. I think it's definitely need to be in line with the corporation and, and what the corporation um, warrant and, and if they want to work smart worker and smart office. Um, but I think in, we, we need like some, some, some changes here too. So lastly, um, according to you, in one word, what's the future of either remote employment or employment? What do you think in one word? How would you sum it up? Uh, I will say it's the 360 degrees uh, in the sense of like, we're going to start to open up the place we work. I think that's going to happen. So not only like home or office, that's we're going to be able to work remotely. So, and sales because of, um, I would say the culture that we're going to be implementing in a corporation as well as the tools. We're going to have more and more complex tools and now we can have a Zoom call on the phone or, or, um, or, or a lot of service. Now we can pick up the phone through the computer. So I think a lot of things are going to come. I think culture as well as technology and, and tools. Interesting. Thank you so much, Jeremy. It was so My nice pleasure. talking to you. So, okay. um, and we'll definitely come back to you uh, when we get a different topic to talk about. And I would love sure, to absolutely. hear your insights on those as well. My pleasure. Thank you for your time. Have Take a good care. day. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.